y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome to What, what Up, Cuz. We having the blues today, y'all. Child, listen, your girl is tired. We tired. Per usual. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so, instead of having, like, you know, one specific topic, we thought, why not come to y'all and just have a heart-to-heart girl talk? Um, we were just sitting and talking about, like, a few issues in our lives and now that we're in our 30s man like I can feel the shift in like my mindset from when I was 20 for sure like at this point in my life it's a matter of like all right we getting it together or like you gotta go yeah I definitely think you're in your 20s you kind of like you know I think 20s is called is should be named as benefit of the doubt Mm. so like you have your friends you have like the people you're dating you have like relationships you have family members that you just like oh that's them and you know I'm just doing this and I'm just doing that still trying to like figure it out still trying to fill out what you want to do where you want to go how you want to live but your 30s is just definite like nah I know what I'm doing I know what I want and anybody that gets in the way of that got to go. Yeah. Or honestly, I can even say, like, it may not be, like, I don't exactly know where I'm going or what I'm doing. But now is the time for me to figure it out. And if you're getting in the way of that, you need to go. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, no, we're not, like, old or anything. But it's just a matter of, like, in my 20s, I do kind of feel like I had time to waste. Like, I felt a little bit of pressure, like, coming towards 30. Mm-hmm. So, and then when I hit 30, it was like, oh, snap. Like, I'm 30. Now what? Yeah. But now that I'm kind of settled into my 30s, like, turning 32 this year, it's a matter of, all right, we ain't got no time to, to waste, to play no games. Like, Do you think that that's what it is for women or both men and women? Just curious. Because I feel like men don't be as worried as we do, girl, or they do, but in a different way. Maybe in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, I don't know, the men that I know, like, I'm not around that many men to say, honestly, but... The men that I know, maybe they carry it or they it, they process it in a different way, mm-hmm. I guess. But, I feel like the men that I know carry it in depression. Ooh, that might be it. Mm-hmm. I think the men that I know that I'm close to, they carry it in depression. Like, like, especially if I have seen, like, if men feel like they're not where they should be or where they want to be in their 30s, like, it's definitely, um, it puts them into, like, a state of depression. Yeah. Um, and they struggle. They do struggle. Side note, take it from a woman, not even trying to be like a whole, uh, what do you call it? Feminist. Yeah. But depression really stops you from getting you to where you want to go. I feel like, you know, I know when you're depressed, you just can't make sound decisions. Absolutely not. You can't even see that you can't make sound decisions. But my, I'm like, I'm speaking from a different standpoint, but I can, I can, attest to depression really really clouding your judgment because I'm like I won't go into too many details because it's a very sensitive subject but um in my bout of depression like I was going to make a very serious and drastic decision that could have changed the whole trajectory of my life yeah like my life would not look like or be anywhere near what it is now yeah um because of the way I was moving in that depression yeah but listen go get therapy like I 
I hate in the black community, especially, I think it's getting better, but like so many black people are against therapy for whatever reason. I know like growing up, especially growing up in the church, I feel like it was emphasized. Like if you got Jesus, you don't need therapy, pray it off. It's just a spirit. And okay. But I think we need Jesus and we need therapy. For sure. And, you know, um, I think if you are in like, you know, the spiritual community or a Christian community, it's okay to have a therapist, but have a therapist that's a Christian so they can apply like, but you know, like, so they can apply those beliefs to, to, um, so they can apply those beliefs. I feel like, uh, I don't think it's anything wrong with going to see a therapist, but it's also you, it's hard finding somebody for you. Sometimes I feel like because even when I try to find my own therapist, it was difficult because some of some people don't have the same beliefs. Girl. So I'm like, I have a story for that in yeah, particular. Some so, people don't have the same beliefs. So it's it, if you are a Christian or a Muslim or whatever, whatever, you know, um, whatever you practice, whatever spiritual practices you have, it's better for you to find somebody that practices the same. Yeah. So it can align. It's, yes. they Because essentially all a therapist does is help you to come to like certain conclusions sure. and um, like build healthier patterns to get to like where you want to be in your life. So if they aren't, I feel like if they're not um, practicing or uh, their belief system is different from yours, it's harder for them to kind of guide you in a way that matches that. So, for example, like, I started seeing a therapist maybe, I think, the end of 2018 because I was, like, really struggling with some things and finally, like, decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to go to a therapist and see how it works out. And honestly, like, I really loved my therapist so much. Um, And I saw her for about seven months. And on my way to, like, the last appointment I had with her, um, like, I just felt God telling me, like, this is your last time seeing her. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't understand. I knew she wasn't, like, Christian per se. No, I knew she wasn't Christian. Like, she practiced, like, some other stuff. Like, um, but I really do feel like she helped me in that period of my life figure out, like, the function of my behaviors in certain situations and um, communicating better in, like, all my relationships and and identifying things within myself and how to, like, um, heal from certain things. But, um... Yeah, at that point in my life, especially trying to get my spiritual life together. So, like, I tried, I started watching church again. Like, that's when I discovered Transformation Church, like, early, either, like, late 2018 or early 2019. Mm-hmm. And, like, mid by mid-2019, I would say, like, last year, I started, like, really getting into mm-hmm. the church services there and, like, rebuilding, like, my relationship with Christ. And um, I now looking back I know why God was telling me like I needed to let it go but I literally like cried because I was like I don't want to get rid of my therapist like I need her mm-hmm. to get through listen y'all 30s is very it's hard I think it's just a, I kind of want to call it like a period of enlightenment like learning about yourself learning about like your patterns trying to make just trying to, at least for me, trying to make a better life for myself and having my son, like, wanting to make sure that I wasn't passing on generational curses to him. So for me to hear God, like, tell me 
stopped seeing your therapist, it was very difficult because I felt like, how am I going to, how am I going to heal and not pass on these generational curses to my son? But, um, so fast forward to like this year, I was following her on social media and stuff. And like I said, I'm a Christian and she was posting like, um, negative things about Christians. And I was like, oh snap. Like, so I'm in her, you know what I mean? And I know you're supposed to be, um, you're as a therapist, you're not supposed to put your own personal feelings into it. But as a human, like, I don't think it's possible for you to not, um, include your your personal biases about something into your work is to me it's just not possible you can train on that all you want to but if you feel a certain type of way about like especially I'm a Christian I'm your Christian um client and I'm telling you about like my faith and stuff like I don't think you'll be able to separate the two honestly yeah I think a lot of therapists do generically be like oh do whatever works for you but at the same time in the back of their head I feel like it affects their their yeah. ability to help you for sure develop we have skills to be on the same page. But yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Said all that to say I agree with that. Yeah. Um so what has 30s your 30s taught you so far? Oh. Um I think my 30s first and foremost has taught me a lot of the things that I thought were permanent in my life are not permanent. Nothing is permanent, honestly. So, like, when we were talking about relationships again, so, you know, one of our first episodes was out about friendships. Um, so, earlier this year, God kind of urged me to, to redefine some of my friendships. So, like, the friendships that I had when we had when we recorded that episode last year, those people aren't really in my life, at least not in the same capacity. Yeah. So, that was really... I don't, that has been really jarring, honestly. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still like, dang. Though, and those people were in my life for like literal decades. Yeah. And to now be basically absent is very strange. But it's taught me that um, nothing is permanent. Mm-hmm. But also, I think the second thing is that like everything's going to be okay, too. Yeah, for sure. I think those are two big things that I've learned so far in my 30s. What about you? Um,. My 30s is teaching me a valuable lesson about self-value and Mm. self-care. I feel like right now, right now, in this moment, like, my struggle is is reciprocity. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a person that loves, I put out so much. This is not your fault. And I feel like... That doesn't always come back to me. Mm. So now I'm tired. Mm. You know? So now I'm tired and I'm having to tell myself to not be myself so I can guard what I have. You know? What's a part of me, a part of who I am. But also not allowing it to change me because people aren't moving the same way that I'm moving. So, um... I was having this conversation with my best friend and we, I was just explaining to her like in some of my relationships or even like with family that I just pour so much into people. And then like, I'm just exhausted. Like I'm just super exhausted. And like, even with my mom, I had a conversation with my mom too. And she's just like, Amber, you just do so much. Like you just do so much. 
and like you just need to stop like you just need to stop but like I just remember my eyes just like tearing up because it's so frustrating that I can't allow myself to be the person that I want to be to be the person that I am the way God made me yeah because people don't appreciate it like it doesn't make sense no to me. I feel like that's an attack of the enemy like the enemy makes us because I feel like I went through the same exact thing as mm-hmm. you being as being like I've done all these things for so many people and have gotten not even a fraction of that in return. And mm. it's very, I'm like, it's very depressing too. Like I gave out so much and like, I know what I'm worth. Like, but do you see my worth? Like, because mm-hmm. you're not giving me even like a little bit of that right. in return. Right. But the, the lesson that I learned from that is that honestly, you can never beat yourself up for being like your true and authentic self. Even yeah. if someone wasn't, able to or willing to um accept what you gave them like it should never you should never dim your light for somebody else you know we've had conversations about dimming yourself for other people and I feel like that's ultimately like just putting your light out period when you when you get to the point of completely like changing who you are out of a sense of like well I did this for so many people before and I didn't get it back in return I think it's a disservice to you and a disservice to other people yeah because as exhausting as it is one we need to find ways to continue to fill ourselves up because Mm -hmm. honestly I think a lot of people out there are empty as well Mm -hmm. and have nothing to to fill us up with Mm um but that leads me to also thinking like for I i was telling my account of hey Leandra I was telling my accountability partner that like I want to get to a point in my life where I stop trying to replace God with like things and people mm-hmm. um and I feel like that can be a result of that as well like that's a word <laughs> like things and people will never be able to fill me up the way God does right you know what I mean right but God has just it's a gift from God that yeah. you have that yeah. So many people are not be able to like love and support people in that way. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of people need that, but we need to go to God to fill us up too. Like yeah. okay, God, like it really hurts me being raw and unfiltered with God too. Like yeah. it really hurts me that I give all these things to these people and I love them so much, like and they don't give it to me in return. Yeah. But just sit in expectancy that God is gonna fill you with you everything mm-hmm. that you need. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard, and one of the things that, um, one of the things that uh, my best friend mentioned to me, shout out to Kendra, she was just like, you know, Amber, I just don't want this to change you, and I just feel like, I just feel like, one, my mom always tells me, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta guard your heart, you gotta guard your heart, and I think, I, I'm, I, I feel like, it's just like you said, sort of just being mindful, just being prayerful of like who to give those things to. Absolutely. And so I'm learning like when to do it and when not to do it. And then I'm also learning to give it to myself mm-hmm. because I am the person who will like do me last. Like, yeah. And then by the time I do me, it's over with. I'm tired. I don't, right. I don't have the energy. So it's just like you said, it's just like, there's a certain level of emptiness that came in my 30s and I feel like even more now because we're we're in quarantine so like I can't and you're an extroverted person you get energy yeah Yeah. I can't move the way I want to because I'm inside the house and Mm -hmm. like I'm forced to deal with my thoughts which is probably a good thing because it's helping me like see things in different lights and allowing me to like 
you know, remove things and make different decisions to move different ways so that I can live a healthier life. Because, like, with all this going on, I think I've developed some type of, like, anxiety. Absolutely. So, um, now I'm just trying to keep myself healthy by not putting these things into people's hands that can't handle that. Yeah. So, um... It is very difficult because, like, I'm a loving person. So, the people that I love, like, I just want to help them. Like, I just want to make them happy. So, um, when I'm doing that and those people don't want the help and they don't want to be happy, it's very disappointing. So, um, I'm just trying to learn how to, like you said, just go to God and fill myself up. But... God also have shown have shown me like some straight gems, y'all. Like for real. Like in moments where I just feel like I'm losing it, he always shows up. Like I was having a really bad day uh Wednesday night. I was having a horrible day and I had like checked my DMs and I have like a celebrity client. That celebrity client told me that the last time that I did hair that she was doing a magazine um she was doing a magazine cover and that she would give me the credit for doing her hair. You know, people just say things and you don't, y'all just like, oh, okay, if she does it, great. Right. If she doesn't, you know, it's cool. Like, that's still my client. But come to find out, she tagged me on Instagram. She's like, hey, girl, you got your credit. And I'm like freaking out, y'all. I was so like, excited. I'm like freaking out. And like, I feel like, I feel like career wise, like everything's going so great. Like, I'm proud of the woman that I've become. Like, I'm proud of my growth as as the woman that I am now. But, like, other things in my life aren't going as well. But I feel like God was shining his light on me, like, saying, hey, like, I know these other things are a struggle. But guess what? Like, I still got you. That's like, I'm word. still holding you up. And so I was just so happy um, that he showed me myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, hey, like, and I, I couldn't help but, like, just give him all the glory because if it wasn't for him I wouldn't be here you know what I'm saying so um, that is so good and I was just I was just so grateful like I had to reach out to like all of my close friends all of my best friends and family and I was just like super super grateful that even when I feel like other people don't see me that God sees me and that's important that's the ultimate so that's the ultimate thing and I just felt like God definitely sees me so absolutely i love that you said that too because the next thing that the thing that popped into my head before you said that was that i've learned in my 30s that god is faithful yeah and it may be in ways that we don't even see or we don't even understand or or expect you Mm -hmm. know um Again, I'm always shouting out Transformation Church because it literally did transform my life and it's continuing to transform my life but in one of um his sermons, Pastor Mike was saying um, the highest thing that we think of ourselves is like not even, it's the lowest thing that God thinks of us. Yeah, so like to think so that true. God thinks so highly of me has really changed the way that I'm trying to move in my 30s. Like you guys, like so many things are happening behind the scenes right now and I'm still kind of like praying about some things but I always I always joke that like every time I say like I don't want something or I don't want to do something for myself or like I just want to you know I just want a little of this I just want a little of that God is like but I want to give you bigger like are mm-hmm. you ready to receive that and it really scares me mm-hmm. so like I took steps today for something big and I like if I I probably will start crying right now because I'm so scared like I'm like I can't do this God like I don't understand why you gave 
this vision to me or yeah. why you're expecting me to do this. Like, I don't see that of myself. But then I, that that sermon pops up into my head and I'm like, the highest thing I think of myself is the lowest okay. thing that God mm-hmm. thinks of me. So what can I really do? So I think one another important thing that I'm learning in my 30s is to really let go and let God, like, I'm really just here to be used as a vessel for God. Like, the things that I thought were great that I could do for the world and, like, my idea of success, oh, get in this money and get in this house and get in this car is, like, nothing compared to what God really wants to do for me. So if I will, like let go and surrender control to him 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, what things can I accomplish for his kingdom? And I don't know. It just, it's, it's baffling to me to think that God can do something great with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, God is faithful. And I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see what he's going to do through me. It's, it's a very scary and exciting thing altogether. Um, because I think when you come to this a certain point of, like, a spiritual growth, you already know you're, like, to me, I've been doing what I've been doing for almost six years straight. But I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. Right. So, um, you know, little, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for where I'm at because there's a lot of people that aren't in my position. But... I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface because I know God. Like, I know God so much. So many people have spoken things over my life. They barely even talk to me. They barely even know me. Even my pastor. Like, literally, every time. I barely talk to my pastor. But every time I see him, he's like, hey, superstar. And I'm just like, why are you always calling me that? Like, you know what I'm saying? don't even realize And I don't even realize that, you know. He's prophesying over your life. Yeah, like, it's certain things. Like, even, um. One of my, um, one of the ladies that I, I well, one of the uh, older ladies in church, she just randomly, like, she lives in the same neighborhood as us, and she just randomly came to my parents' house, like, uh, just dropping off some paperwork for, like, um, voting mm-hmm. or something, like, for the governor in the neighborhood. And I don't know where she's like, you know what, Amber, you're just going to be in the hills. And I'm like, in the hills? She's like, yeah, you're just going to be in the house on the hills. And I'm just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. where does where is all these things coming from? So I feel like all these things that people are calling me, like, just energy and all these other things that's going on, like, people speak those things over my life. And I'm just yeah. like, and it carry, and I carry it with me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unknowingly. So... I definitely think that's God just tapping in saying like, hey, remember who you are. Remember what I promised you. Remember where you're going because you're going somewhere. Right. I hope you do know that. Like you do have a path and it's coming. Like, so I think that's a reminder. Like when people send those people to to tell you those things in your life and it's a reminder of what God told you that he was going to do. I don't honestly don't care about the house and the hills and all those other things that those are blessings that come from I feel like the work of God right that's what I care about mm-hmm. like when I'm doing hair I care about my clients that I talk to right like I haven't even met some of my clients moms and dads or whatever but they come to me and they tell me some of their stories and I'm like how's mom how's dad I feel like I know them yeah. but that's my work you know yeah, what I'm that's saying? a ministry yeah that's a ministry so but that's I'm like pastor pastor See, again, Transformation Church, he talks about, like, if you have a gift of, like, doing hair or doing makeup or doing things, like, a lot of people mistake um, 
like ministry or doing the work of God as being specifically in the church in some aspect. Yeah. But he's like, no, like God places certain gifts and certain skills and people to be ministers everywhere. If yeah. we, I'm like, we can't reach everybody just in the church. In the church, absolutely. You know what I mean? But I think that's a good thing. And um, that's something that's becoming clear to me in my 30s too. Like, um, also like my purpose. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people confuse like their purpose with like their gift or um, like their career. For like, sure. Like for sure the career do. that you have isn't always like the purpose that God has for you. It could be like a building block, a, like one part of the purpose that God has for you, but that's not your entire purpose. And I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, I know my purpose is to do something for God's kingdom. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is at this point, but I know it has something to do with like helping people. And like, I I think I'm starting to finally accept the fact that I feel like one of my gifts is bringing people together. So, like, I'll, I can know people from different places, and then I will introduce people. I'll be like, oh, I think you and, and you should meet. And for the most part, when I have introduced people in that way, like, it develops into something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out, exa- okay, Lord Jesus, what you want me to do with this, that, and the other? Because I really don't know how this all fits together. But um, just realizing that every my, my purpose in God's kingdom is not necessarily 100% attached to my career like oh I don't know my head is all over the place but it's just I'm really trying to sit and think outside of the box of what I thought my life was gonna be right now because I'm like I'm done with you know I went to grad school and I like got this master's degree and I'm in this field but then I'm also kind of feeling like this that's not it yeah like that's not it there's more to it so I'm like okay so what's next like I think that's the beauty of life though not having the control and like what the unknowing is because I mean if we knew everything like well there would be no reason for purpose yeah you know there's nothing saying? to look forward there's to nothing either. to look forward to so um I mean the best thing about life is being able to tell your testimony and like all that you went through because it might help somebody else or absolutely whatever but um, definitely, think I think that um, your thirties is like a very pivotal moment of your life because you kind of figure out in your thirties like where life is going after yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like what you'll be doing, or you know, I think I, I, in your thirties, like that mind got to be right. It mm-hmm. has to be healthy, or your life could go one way or the other. Ooh. Not saying that. You can't come out of it, but I just think that if you don't get it in your 30s, it's harder for you to come out of something yeah. when you're in your 40s or your 50s because you old now. You can't move the way you used yeah. to move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is like pivotal moment in your life it's where, you, it, where you have to have your mind right. And that's that's why uh, earlier me and Serena was talking to my mom and she was just like, honest, like, that's why God tells you to renew your mind. Like, yeah yo I feel like yeah your 30s is definitely <laughs> that's facts make like, it or break it like it's, it's, it's gonna it make it, it or break it you know and I, I like how you said like renew your mind because I mm. feel like another thing that I've learned in my 30s is that like sometimes I'm the toxic person in situations it ain't everybody else and taking responsibility for the part that I played in certain things and understanding that there is work that I need to do 
mm-hmm. and that I need to show other people grace as well. Absolutely. Because just like I'm working on myself, well, hopefully other people are working on themselves as well, but you need to show other people's other people grace in their in their That's space the of growth because I think I could be very unforgiving for people. I told one of my friends that um I I think I talked about her in our friendship episode where I was like I was just so ready to like cut her off and um you know I was mad at her because she didn't come see me when I had my son but I'm like she was living a whole life and had a lot of stuff going on and trying to make ends meet for herself and like mm-hmm. not acknowledging the fact that she had to work like crazy ridiculous hours like she's tired yeah there's other things going on for her she has a whole like she there's just a lot of other things that you need to think about like and I think for a long time it was like I couldn't think about situations outside of how it affected me and it made me feel. So I'm learning to be like, okay, let me sit back. I feel this way about this situation. However, let me think about what may be going on with this other person. And like I say, showing them grace yeah, um, for where they may be in that, in that space and that time. Um, I yeah. think that's important to break out of some of those like toxic, listen, Culture and society will have you thinking like all these ways are right. I see so many like I want to go on Instagram. I see so many comments all the time or so many like memes of things or like little quotes that they be putting on about like, oh, if somebody is not treating you this way or like don't keep forgiving people. And I'm like, I, I think my in my 30s for me, it's like I'm not worried about what society or what culture tells me that I need to do or how I should act in certain situations because I'm looking to what God's word says. Absolutely. That is so because true. Because I think that has been a it's big very issue. very confusing. Because it mm-hmm. always changes. One minute it's like, oh yeah, we doing this, that, and the other in our relationships and the next minute we're doing something different. Right. But if you look into God's word, you'll see that it, it stays the changes. same. It never changes. I'm not trying to be flip-flopping like that no more. Right. But, um... But I think that, um... Something that we definitely need to take heed to. I think the toxicity comes from selfishness. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I want this. I want it now. And this is the way it needs to be. And I'm right and you're wrong. And then that's it. I mean, it's an ugly attitude. It's not an ugly attitude. It's a fucked up attitude, truth be told. And I think that sometimes in relationships, one person wants one thing, the other person wants another thing, or we got two different struggles going on and we can't even help each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes I do agree to this. Sometimes giving grace means pushing that to the side. Ooh, letting them go. Ooh. Yeah, sometimes giving grace is letting that, letting that person go. And it doesn't mean letting them go forever, but just allowing them to go through whatever it is that they need to go th- absolutely go through. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you're just not helping the situation. Like, yeah. so that definitely takes um, a maturity and being yeah. able to evaluate the situation. Because I'm like the selfish part of me is like, no, why do I? Why am I letting this go? Or why am I stepping aside? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that was a mindset that I had in my 20s. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like in my 30s, I'm definitely like, all right. Sometimes you do have to just like. Let me excuse myself from the situation because mm-hmm. this is not right. beneficial to you or I. Like, yeah. And it's not even about like, oh, that was one of the quotes I've seen. Like, if it's not serving you, if it's not serving you, then you need to let it go. But I'm like, sometimes the 
what is the what is the purpose of the relationship? So I'm learning about different purposes of relationships yeah. too. Because sometimes the purpose of the relationship is for you to be the one that to, to pour into that situation. That's so true. That's so true. And not that you get anything else in return aside from the fact that you know that you did God's will for pouring into that person for whatever reason. Right. And sometimes everything that only is lasts not for you. seasons. And I think people get mixed up with seasons. Like, yo, this was not supposed to be forever, man. Yeah. Like, and you are treating it like a forever thing. Child. And then when it's not a forever thing, you mad. Like, God didn't tell you that this was supposed to be forever. God just told you that this was supposed to be for six months. Mm-hmm. You didn't turn it into three years. Your assignment was over. Yeah. Two and a half years ago. Boo, why are you mad for? And then yeah. you're mad because the person on the other side is not giving you what you want. Well, they weren't supposed to be there to give you nothing in the first place. So, you know, so it's just, I mean, it all boils down to you just being faithful in, in God, seriously. Because, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, I think I've plateaued in the way I carry out my relationship with God. So now he's trying to get my attention in another mm, way. Got you. So it's time a, to level up. It's time to level up. So I think that the life that I lived before I got by, by just constantly just talking to him throughout the day. Now he's like, nah, you need to study sis. Mm-hmm. Like you need to yeah. really get into it. You need to listen to these That's messages. Real. You need to listen to these podcasts because where I'm taking you, you need to be prepared for what's about to come because you think life is hard. Now, yeah. man, just imagine having the crown. You know Dude, how let many me tell you. people going to try to tilt your crown? That's so real because <laughs> I was so... I have struggled for so long with going back and forth. Like I think this is the time where God, too, told me, like, no more, no more back and forth. Yeah. Like, we're not going back and forth. Ain't no more straddling. So... Literally, like, and I think it's also a matter of having your personal relationship with God and being receptive to what he tells you to do. Um, So for me personally, God was calling me to stop listening to secular music, Mm -hmm. to stop watching certain shows. And it was frustrating Mm because I'm like, but everybody else is over here listening to, look, they're over here playing my song. All I listen to in the gym is pop, pop, pop. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like irritated because I'm like, all right, God, now what do you want me to do then? But I think I, his faith, he has shown me his faithfulness because even though like I'm, sometimes I be tempted, like I want to listen, go ahead and listen to that. You know, I want to put that song on when I'm with my man. But, um, and I feel like that's okay too, but like, you know, do what God leads you to do. But in the time of me, like pulling those things out of my life, I can hear him so much more clearly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how, um how muffled my like how muffled he was sounding to me or why I couldn't hear him clearly mm-hmm. because I had so many other things like cloud in my head like I used I literally used to have like just random songs like playing in my head all the time my mind is the type of mind that races all the time anyway mm-hmm. but like it didn't help to have like songs and things from tv shows and like mm-hmm. all these things bouncing around in my head and now literally I have like worship songs in my head mm-hmm. or like scriptures in my head and it literally helps me through the day yeah so, I think overall, the I, if I could sum up everything that I've learned in my thirties thus far, because I'm like we only we only in we in the beginning. Of Hello, baby. I try to. Tell I'm you. telling you, it's been it's been two years. We going on three. But one thing, the one thing I could sum it up as is when you know better, you do better. Ooh, that's a word. That's what the thirties is for me. When, when you, you know, know better, better you, you do better. better. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that encompasses everything. So like how I ain't got to be no care. Hello, how I move in my relationship. <laughs> oh, you smell good. Um, <laughs> I be so distracted. How you move in relationships, mm-hmm. like doing things to make sure my mental health is intact. Trying to make better habits for my health because I'm like, look, your girl is real thick. And while I like some parts of this body, I'm trying to live a long life. For sure. And like the habits that I have are not helping that. Um, so health wise, like, um, career wise and like trying to discover what my purpose is in God's kingdom. It's just, when I know better, I do better. Letting go of things that I may have learned growing up that aren't positive. Yeah. Because I think that's another thing. Like a lot of times we Mm -hmm. like, we'll just hold on to that. Well, I was raised this way. Okay. But is it right? Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's not taking anything away from, like, my parents or it's just my parents did the best that they knew how. So, okay, now that I have more knowledge and I'm raising my own son, is this something that I want to pass on to my son? Yeah. So, I think that's, I feel like that's the overarching message for me in my 30s. When you know better, you do better. It's the word. And when you do better, you get better. That is so Period. True. And I'm looking for to get better. Hello. Because right now we still I mean, doing. Child, I don't even got nothing to say after that. I mean, that was just on point. That was just on point. Yeah, I, uh, think, I think that's it for me as well. Yeah. All right, y'all. I mean, give us some feedback. I know. Let I hope you guys enjoy. You know? Yeah, I hope you give guys enjoy. Give us some topics, too. We're open to taking, like, different um, TODs. If you guys have any ideas or if you guys want to hear us talk about something or um, you know, hit us up. Absolutely. And again, follow us on What Up Cuz Podcast on Instagram. You can listen to the podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you're in your 30s, let us know. Like, what have you learned in your 30s? Like, I'm very curious to see if other people are going through this transformation in their 30s yes. as well, or is it just? It seems to be like of the people that I talk to are are also going through something in their 30s at least the women again maybe we need to bring some men on so they can talk about how they feel in their 30s because i can't i can't speak from From a man's perspective Mm -hmm. um but i would love to sit down and have like a full table talk with like men and women single people married people people in long-term relationships to see um a few things let's talk about like honesty and transparency let's talk about all of the things that we've covered so far in the podcast let us know if you guys would like for that to happen um that's something we're looking forward to doing just um getting different perspectives from both sexes male and female absolutely but yes guys hope you guys love the show thanks for listening to what What up cuz